Here's today's guest host, Chris Alberta. All right. No Redwick for you guys today. It's all Alberta for these two hours, and we've been having fun. It, this has kind of turned into a little bit of a sports talk radio show today, and good for that. I could tell you, Rear, one of my best decisions in my 47-point-something years on this planet was giving up my tickets last night. And instead of trying to decide which son to take with me or my wife, sitting home with 11 people in my living room and watching that game because we had an absolute ball. But I want to know from nasty number 75, Lomas Brown, what did it feel like in there, buddy? How electric was it? Oh, my goodness. It was unbelievable inside there, man. I mean, you had the fans. They were wired up. (laughs) They were wired up. Uh, hours before the game started, man, and it, it, it was just an atmosphere that I hadn't been part of. Uh, man, they greeted the players, especially Jared. They let him feel the love, and of course, they made Matthew feel uncomfortable, but it was a great atmosphere. The celebrities was out. It was a great game. Yeah, listen, I, I can't remember the last time as a as a fan, I watched a game, especially with my team, you know, involved where the level of the quarterback play, especially for most of the game was that special. I mean, there was very few incompletions. It was clean. There wasn't a lot of penalties. What a phenomenal football game for an onlooker. It really was. It really was for the fans, for the nation to get a chance to really see our team and see how we execute on offense. Uh, it probably was the first time for a lot of people seeing that Detroit Lions team, and they know how gritty we are. I think the most impressive thing to me besides the quarterbacks were, was our offensive line, man. They dominated the line of scrimmage against a very good defensive line. And I think that's what helped Jared more than anything else, the protection he got. Um, and they were able to run the ball when they had to run it. They didn't have a lot of rush yardage, I think, of 89. But they were able to run it when they needed to to have effective runs. And they really, I think the runs that they did have, I think it really affected the Rams in the pass game. And it really, really helped Jared out. Yeah, Lomas, in a in a league like the NFL, which has a salary cap, you're gonna if you overinvest or even invest with equity in some area, you're gonna have deficits in other areas. And we've seen our Lions now three, four weeks in a row give up three hundred to four hundred yards of passing. But they've still won these games. And it, it it looks to me, tell me if I'm wrong about this. It looks to me like there's this kind of I hate to use the cliche bend but don't break. They're giving up a lot of yards through the air. But because our linebackers are so good at tackling, once they get in the red zone, we've stymied these teams a lot. Is that part of the mentality? Like, fine, our secondary is not the best in the world. You can throw it all over the place, but we're still going to put up more points than you. Is that a thing? Yeah, I mean, at this point, you pretty much have to do whatever it takes to win a game. And like you stated, think about the last few games, Minnesota, uh, the last game, we've had guys that have really had big games against us, Justin Jefferson and on and on and on. So you're, you're right. I think they're taking that bend but don't break because they know that in certain areas in our backfield we're a little deficient in there or we have young guys back there. And at this time of the year, you can really try to exploit a young guy that doesn't have a lot of experience. So, 
yeah, I like the approach Aaron Glenn took because think about it. They were moving the ball all up and down the field. Um, I'm sorry. They were uh, they were moving the ball up up and down the field the first half, but you think about that second half, man. Other than Puka Nakua, oh my goodness, that dude is a stud. Other than him, I thought we did very well, kind of slowing them down and really, like you say, keeping them out the end zone. Yeah, can we get that Nakua guy on our team? Can we just say list? Good grief, that kid is special and yeah. special and special. Listen. Who do you want? You're going to watch tonight, I'm sure. I'm going to watch until I fall asleep because now I'm so hungover from last night that it doesn't make a difference anymore. <laughs> Who do you want? You want the Bucks or you want the Eagles to come in next week? Man, you know, I'd rather have the Bucks because we have played them this year. You know, it's a little familiarity with them. We beat them this year. So you're going with the utmost confidence that you can do it again, even though I know that's a totally different team. But I would rather have them. I just think Philadelphia, if they win tonight, I think their confidence level just jumps to a whole nother level. They get that belief that, hey, this is the Super Bowl team from last year, even though they didn't, they haven't looked that way most of the season. You just, And, of course, a running quarterback, mobile quarterbacks, kind of our kryptonite. So I would rather see Tampa Bay than to see the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm with you, bud. Listen, you know, you've been doing this a long time. You're not you're not quite 60 years old yet, right? But you're getting up there. You've been around for a minute. Yeah, I hit the big six old this year. I was trying to make everyone think you were 59, man. I'm on your side oh, here, bud. All right. No, you no actually, everyone needs a win, man. Yeah, we flipped another year. I forgot. So I'll be the big <laughs> six one um, in a few months. Wow. Okay, but go ahead. I'll digress. You look 45. Look, (laughs) do you remember a season like this where you had so many very talented teams, the Lions included in that, who at one point only had a a loss or two, but we saw it with the Chiefs, then we saw it with the Eagles, who were 10-1 and at one point. A lot of these teams that were on a roll hit a rough patch, and sometimes the rough patch looked ridiculous. Like, wow, what's what's wrong with you guys? You got an eye closed? Did you break a leg? There's only yeah, really think, a couple of teams that are, and this is not like the old days where somebody was, you know, 15 and one or something until the end. Is that, right. does that speak to the parody in the league or does it just an anomaly of a season where so many of them at one point or another looked like they were turned around backwards? I, I think it's the parody of the league. Cause think about this. I, like I say, we need to take advantage of everything. And as far as this team that's going to go this year, because think about it, man, our division is probably going to be one of the toughest divisions in the NFL next year with what's happening in Chicago by the time they get through with these two picks. And you see what Jordan Love is doing right now in Green Bay. They get, I'm sorry, if Minnesota gets a healthy Kirk Cousins back, they're going to be a threat. So I just think it's parity in this league. You got a lot of talent coming in this league, especially at the quarterback position. Um, and I, I just think the teams are closer probably than they've been in a, either ever or in a long, long, long time. So I see this continuing for a while. I think, like I said, we need to take advantage of everything we can this year, even though I think our window might be open for the next three, four years. you got to take advantage of now, the now, and that's what the Lions seem to be doing. 
Yeah, and Laporta looks like he if if he gets better over the next he was fine last oh, night. Oh right? man. I mean, what a stud that guy is. Oh my god. Through. And to be young. And and the thing that, that tripped me out about it was I thought I would see a limp. I thought he would be kind of limited. And, man, Sam looked just as good, like nothing ever happened to that knee, man. So to be young and to heal like that, that's nice. That's nice. All right. Well, I'm not going to get into Stafford with you. I'd like to, but I'm not going to. I'm resisting the temptation <laughs> to show my maturity level here on the radio. Look, the coolest moment, we got we to gotta close it out, but the coolest moment that I saw last night in the postgame was Dan Campbell throwing a game ball to Brad Holmes and the real emotion that came out of him. How cohesive is that group of dudes right now? Man, they on the same page. They singing from the same sheet of music right now. And you know what? It's sweet music. Sweet music. Oh, yeah. Lomas, you are the man. We get this the sweet voice of Lomas Brown. Thanks, bud. <laughs> Listen, hopefully we can get you next week. Okay, let's go, Lions. Another Absolutely. game coming up in six days. Good stuff. Hang tight, everybody. Back in just a few to close it out for the day.